0: And we're here on the k Podcast. Ken Brown from WGI Radio. DetroitLions. dot com. Special Super Bowl bonus of the k and Podcast. Hello, Mike.
1: Hello, Ken Brown. All
0: righty. We got a big Super Bowl game. The last game of the 22 season. I guess we still, it's 23 almost, March almost, but it's still 22 season. So this is the last game, Mike. Football from July to February 13th. That's
1: something, really. You know wow. what, though? I, 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 you know, I kind of – the way the Lions were playing there at the end of the season, I kind of disappointed that the season ended for them. I could have watched more. And that's – a lot of years you couldn't say that, but this was one of those years where – Yeah, definitely one of those really years where – The really first did. half,
0: you couldn't wait for it to be over. It was one and six. You You're like, okay, let's get this over with. But then when they started re- becoming a team, you're like, okay, I can, I can take about six more of these games. And uh, they were just one game short. But, you know, that's the way it goes. But we're going to get to that in a minute. But before we get to the Super Bowl – Got a couple of things I want to bring up. First of all, did you like the NFL Honors last night? It was on uh, NBC and also on the Big Ten – I mean, on um, big big uh, NFL network yesterday. Uh, you watched Kelly Clarkson's uh, opening. Did you like it?
1: I, you know, I liked it until you know, at, until about 10 o'clock, and I thought, wow, this is really going – you know, this is really going along pretty nicely. You know, we're not going to be here all night. All of a sudden, we were there, were there all night. You there all night. night. That's exactly yeah. right. I, yeah. I didn't dislike it, but there some – there's some things within it that I didn't care for.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of these award, these fake award shows, and where they just say who's in it, who won, and introduce it during the day. If you want to jock yourself, have a party, but these, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm not into it. I never have been. And I remember one year Stafford and Calvin. Then they went for best catch or something. They had to go and Stafford threw yeah, a pass. You know, see, stuff like that. You yeah, know, we don't, no, we don't no. need all that. You
1: don't need all that stuff. That, you know, that's what you pay a hundred bucks a ticket for for you know, for nine games a year. To see it, you know, to see it live. That's that's yeah. what that's for. So, you know, you know, just another leaping catch to me. That's yeah. a, little, a good catch, really was.
0: Right. And the Hall of Fame inductions. I wish they would do it on Saturday and announce them right. That you know, right after the guys finish announcing them on the Thursday night. I, I wasn't a big fan of that. But um, Deion Sanders, who I disagree with vehemently, a lot, Viamley, Vietnamese, Vietnamese, yeah. a lot <laughs> on st- yeah. on things. He does make a point about sometimes just letting everybody in when there's a certain number you're going to put in every year, and some years there's candidates that are on the border and some of them south of the border that shouldn't be in. And to me, it was a couple this year that are they really hall of famers? I mean, they are now. You got to call them that, but are they really? And like Rondé Barber, for those who don't know, Rondé Barber, Darrell Rivas, Joe Thomas. Zach Thomas, the linebacker of Miami, Demarcus Ware, Dallas, Don Coryell, the coach, Chuck Howley, which was one of the old timer candidates. Joe Klecko and Ken Riley. Those are the people that were put in last night. Um was Ronde Barber ever a pro I mean a, a Hall of Famer to me. I never went to a game where he played and, you know, was worried, oh man, how are we gonna deal with Ronde Barber this week? So that's that's my way I see a Hall of Famer. Did you have to worry about him? where'd your game plan for him and he wasn't a game planner to me,
1: no, I didn't think so I thought he was a really good player and he was one of I think there are now four or five players from that uh from that two thousand and two i think it was two thousand and two Tampa Bay team that won the Super Bowl. I think there are four players, maybe five and all 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 one defense too you know mm-hmm. you know I've always said this can I used to be a voter or selector as they called it in those days, maybe they still do. You know, I always thought that it, 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 not just in you know the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but any of these halls of fame. I've always thought if you go through the process and you get voted in, you deserve to be in. You know, and I, this, and I, and I have a little bit of a you know, when you guys who aren't in. Well, he deserves to be in. No, no, you don't. Deserve, you, your career might warrant being in, but it doesn't mean you deserve it. There's, a, there's, to me, there's just a little bit of a difference there. But I. The, there were two or three, maybe even four guys who got in that I just kind of thought, no, not really. Good players had nice careers, but not Hall of Famers. Yes,
0: and you could add Joe Klecko to that. Um, Joe Klecko,
1: yeah, you know, the like the, the New York, the the New York group got him in. Sure, they they voted. Well,
0: him. a lot of people over the years from New York or have L.A. have gotten in, but um. Zach Thomas, I could see the way with him. He was close. He was close, you know, so I'm not going to argue that much. DeRivas, of course, Daryl Revis. DeMarcus Ware, of course, uh, no problem with that.
1: But, you know. Ken Riley, we should have been 10 years ago. He really, I think he had, what, 65 yeah. interceptions, right. career interceptions. Right. For some reason, he just never got. I Ever think it was the time played, he played. Before.
0: The time he played. That's what I think.
1: Well, I mean, but that's that's, well, that's you know five years after his retirement, he should have been in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but I mean, it was that's probably funny. a
0: lot of other guys that went in then and then you get forgot about, and then next you, you, the Lou Whitaker treatment. You know, you, they forget about you and forget how good you were, and after a while, you just become an afterthought. And then one day, they finally realize, man, we didn't put him in. Let's put him in. So that's probably what happened with him.
1: Well, it's a little bit of that. It's a little more complicated than that. But I I just think that he shouldn't have been inside. You know. After the five years, but also at the time he went in, it was it, it it wasn't just we didn't put put in every single guy. I think the I think the limit was the, the minimum. I'm sorry, the maximum was five players. They didn't go to the maximum in those days. Some years, some years there would be three three players voted into the Hall of Fame. Now with the seniors, which I, I agree with the seniors, the ones who've gotten overlooked, and you can go back through, you know, Alex Karras and the whole crew here in Detroit that got got overlooked and, and finally, you know, a wrong was righted. Uh, but certainly guys like Ken Riley, that's I, I'm looking at, I go, you know, what are you guys looking at if you can't? Uh-huh. You know, Okay. If you don't know that he's a Hall of Famer, what's right. wrong with him?
0: All right, we we're going too okay, much time. I'm we done. Done spent too we're much go. time on Ken Riley because ninety five percent of the listener audience don't know who the hell he was. Look him up, everybody. Google. Google, Google yeah. him. Google him. But we're not gonna spend time worried about the life of the life of Riley, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well
1: you
0: got me going, okay. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right, so let's move on. I wanna to get to the Alliance thing before my my K B fact of the of the week when we talk about the Lions and the draft coming The Lions were represented last night, too. They didn't win anything, but they had some good representation. Um, Adrian, Aiden Hutchinson finished second. Uh, Dan Campbell was seventh for coach of the year. Uh, Jared Goff was sixth in the comeback player of the year. Just nice recognition. They didn't deserve any other big awards to me. They were all close, but, you know, I don't see any robberies going on. But that was good that they're well, no, at least either. starting to
1: be acknowledged. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, Somebody who was a friend of mine was telling me what a – you know, how – how bad it was! How awful it was that, that that Dan Campbell didn't get more recognition for the you know for the coach of the year. So he got recognized, he got mentioned, but he's not going to get many votes. On uh, that's just the way it is. Only so many votes to go around.
0: Yeah, that's an amazing statement you just made. What's that? That you got friends? Okay. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> let's go out. Um, my draft nugget for the month for the Lions okay. up for the week. Um, everybody's talking about what they're going to do at 6 and 18 and it's cornerbacks being – every mock I've seen, Witherspoon or Gonzalez, the cornerbacks are being mocked at number six. You've seen a lot of these. I saw one today from Cynthia Freeland from NFL Network pulling out. She had Witherspoon going all the way up to number six, who's the Illinois cornerback. Right. Okay. The Rams, where our GM Holmes came from, Brad Holmes. Right. Have never drafted a cornerback higher than the third round when Holmes was director of college scouting. Just a little tidbit.
1: And that means what?
0: They've never drafted a cornerback in the first three rounds. Then the third.
1: What do we we care what the Rams are doing this year?
0: This is when Holmes was director of scouting. Listen listen to the whole statement again. The Rams have never drafted a cornerback higher than third when Holmes was the director of scouting.
1: But what are you saying? I'm Say saying. What
0: I'm saying. When all these people think he's going to be drafting a corner in the first round, and I'm a firm believer that you don't draft corners in the first round. Listen to this: they traded for three corners during that time period. In 18, they traded for Marcus Peters. In 18, okay. they traded for a Kleb uh, Talib, a Quib uh-huh. Taleb. and in 19, they traded for Jalen Ramsey. Okay. So that's the, that's my my pack of uh, information for all you draftites out there. That want to think they're going to draft a cornerback. Don't be so sure yet. I think that Holmes has certain rules he lives by draft-wise, and I believe that drafting corners high is not one of them. Well,
1: we'll see. We'll I, hope see? He takes one at, I hope they take one at 6 and one at 18 now.
0: Yeah, I know you do, but <laughs> that's not going to happen. But um, don't, don't push that. The thing I'm saying is don't push that Jalen Ramsey thing out of your mind that it can't happen. Oh, so no, if you saying. have them.
1: Look, if you have if you have the money to do it, you know the salary cap space. When I say money to do it, if you have the assets to do it, then go ahead and do it, and you still you have and you still have your you know haven't touched one of your draft picks. So there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I think but,
0: I think Ramsey's cap is somewhere like twelve to thirteen million for this year. You cut Brockers that's $10 and gone alone. So basically, you're you're trading a pick, and you don't have to pay the draft fee on it. And right. for three million dollars more. You're getting Ramsey. So the money's there. Isn't that's not that's not even a factor. The money's there.
1: Right. And it look, and there's still some other contracts to massage in there. We'll find out sure. what happens.
0: But I don't I, think the Lions would not be in the best shape, right. but they're in good shape. I'm just saying I don't this corner number six stuff, I'm not buying it. I never did. And corners rarely I forget about sauce gardeners of the world. Corners rarely become great wait. their first year. They help wait they wait may help minute. you. I'm talking about become great. Let's forget the one that was good. Who? Sauce Gardner. I just said, besides (laughs) Sauce Gardner. I said they are rare. That's rare. That's rare. Let's
1: just just forget about Sauce Gardner. Well, I said
0: that's rare. That's rare. But usually corners take a while to develop. And that's my point. If you want to win next year, you should think about acquiring, either by free agency or trade, season corners. At least one. Get one season, one if you want to draft on after that, I'm, I'm, I'm all with you. Even Darius Slade, who's a great player. You remember Darius Slade's first year? He got benched. Well,
1: he, he hurt his knee, and then he was benched for a couple of games. That was okay. part of it.
0: See, that's where, when I said he got he was, benched, he, he, that's a true statement. You like, like the Republicans, man, at, the, at the, these hearings. you taking my segment, I'm taking my statement, and trying to expand on it. I just said he got benched. He got benched. you trying to explain it. Don't, don't do that. My statement was factually correct.
1: He left out a couple of
0: times. I fans. didn't leave out anything. He got bitch. <laughs> I didn't say the, the terms of why he got bitched. He got bitched.
1: <laughs> he got hurt. He hurt his knee in that game at Carolina. I think it was his second
0: game right. as, as a Lion. Yeah. Got bitched, came back, changed his number, and uh, history was made. So, there you go. All right, enough of Lions talk. Any final thought coming out of the Senior Bowl and going into the uh, – I guess it'll be the combine after the Super Bowl. But anything left uh, that you want to talk about before we move on to the Super Bowl
1: about well, the I mean, Nothing really. But you mentioned you mentioned the uh, the Senior Bowl. I thought there was a little. It didn't have quite the interest this year that it's had in other years for whatever reason. It just didn't seem like. It just didn't seem like it rang the bell, you know, for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. and I don't and, know why and, yet. I can't put my finger on why, but you are right.
1: I don't think there was a star there. There wasn't like a, a quarterback debate. There wasn't wasn't a lot of things. Right? There wasn't you know, a, also,
0: a a premier senior that played in it either.
1: Right, there was that part of it. Yeah. You know, the, the East-West Shrine game I think took some of the some of the glow off this year. Which and they really used to be uh,
0: weeks different. Why, when did when did they start playing them in the same? You know, two days apart. That's the first time, isn't it? Usually, the Shrine oh, right. game was first, and then the <laughs> next week, Senior Bowl would always be the week before the Super Bowl. But the Shrine game was always like the week after the playoffs started, wasn't it?
1: I realize I I don't remember exactly that, but I remember it used to be really a big deal, and it yeah. kind of faded away. And now, looks like they're putting you know putting a little putting a little life in it for, yeah. for whatever reason. Um,
0: one other thing I want to talk about before we get to the Super Bowl too. I just I'm glad you brought this up. Um,
1: That's why I brought it up.
0: Yeah, the, NF, the NFLPA. Yeah, Demora Smith talking about that. Um, they want to get rid of the combine. They want to get rid of the combine. and uh, He'll put his own combine on, the players. For one thing, it's the most ridiculous thing, and I understand them being mad because they're probably making a little profit off of the combine now and whatever, and he's saying it's this dog and pony show for the, the league to make money off of. But the one thing about what? it, it's advantageous for the teams because of the medicals to get them there. And the, the on-field stuff, if you want to argue that point, I, that's fine, too, and the running and all that. But the medicals and the, and the meeting part, like any other job interview, the league, has that's their right to put it on. And I don't know why the NFLPA is upset about that. They should be glad that you don't have to go to each team and do medicals and, and you know, 50, 32 different physical exams.
1: Well, the other thing about it is, too, if he's concerned about the owners making some money off or the league making money off of this, whatever league money, money is that the league makes, they share part of it with the players. I think it's, a, what is it, 60% or something yeah, like that? Yeah, but see, I don't think is. they
0: share that. That's what he was saying in the thing I read. Well, yeah, maybe I'm not right. Well, Mike, it's only, only making an so a, 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 a entrance fee to watch it. And, and like I said, if he's going to put his own combine on, and that's what he wants to do, and I don't know. I don't think he can do it to the agreement's up this this time until the next time. But if that's one of his issues, then you need to find other issues because, you know, the combine is for there for players to be able to – expand their, you know, their reach and their coverage and be able to, you know, expand how they get drafted. But, you know, some people fall off in it, but that's that's the the deal of the game.
1: Well, I don't like the end. Look, I never did like it. It's like, I shouldn't say never because it's only been the last two or three years or whatever. But I never did like the idea of opening up to the public and nothing against the public. I just don't want to turn this into a competition You know, where the the fans, rightfully so, once you buy your ticket, we're in there kind of egging the players on to go, you know, higher, faster, harder, and all that. And and really that, I think in my mind, to some degree, uh, there's a little more risk of injury when when players are trying to compete instead of just doing the drills. Just just do the drills.
0: Yeah, they've been lucky, though, at this point. I know none of these guys have gotten hurt, seriously. I don't remember the last time a guy got got hurt there, so – Cross your fingers on that. The
1: only time anybody guy, guy gets hurt now is when he runs a bad forty. Oh my god! Oh, man. then oh yeah, then the, the hamstring Uh-oh.
0: is two sizes the oh. <laughs> size it was before. Um, all right, so let's get to the Super Bowl. Um it's about time. Blase game this year. I don't know. Maybe the excitement will pick up over the week. But the NBA Thursday stole Super Bowl week from the Super Bowl, which has never happened since I can no. remember. That the NFL always had this week on lock. You know, for fan interest and media interest, but you know, then if NBA surprisingly so stole yesterday.
1: Yeah, that was. Uh, I don't. I don't recall in any sport ever a, a twenty hours or whatever it was that like they had it in in, in in the NBA. That was absolutely amazing. This and these were the stars of the league. Yeah, it wasn't like a,
0: you know the 12th man on each no. team was getting moved for a bag of biscuits. It was uh, actual I mean, guys moving.
1: I mean, even the, even the player that the that the Pistons got and all of this, this guy who was drafted second overall, exactly, it, you exactly. know, by the Warriors. So it was a known commodity to some degree. Yeah. Obviously, it hadn't worked out, or they wouldn't be they wouldn't be trading them. But and so I guess there were some financial considerations too that they. Save, a, what, 100 mil on their cap. All right, we're getting, we getting a little
0: too deep in the basketball here, Mike. We're okay, a little too deep in the ba- Yeah, I know you want to examine the life and times of uh, Bobon, but we're not doing that today. <laughs> <laughs> You're so, not Sorry I opened that gate now. Game. Sorry I opened the gate now. Uh, uh, no villain in the Super Bowl to me. That's why I think there's been no juice this week. It's just not a, you know, both quarterbacks are likable. Both teams are semi-likable. If you hate them, you're only hating on them because they're good. There's no villain. There's no, uh, you know – who's the guy who' played with the Redskins? The, he was uh, – Dexter Manley. There's no Dexter Manley in this game. There's no, you know, no guy that just hated. It. So, I, it's been ho-hum, but maybe well, by Sunday he'll pick up to an exciting game because I think it's going to be an offensive game.
1: I would think so, but maybe not. I don't necessarily think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I really – you know when I just analyze it and put my pick together, I, it didn't come out as a as a really runaway offensive show. It Really didn't. Mm. And I'm not saying I'm right, but I think I am. You know. right.
0: We had uh, Mike we'll, Tarico. We'll get to that. We had yeah. Mike Tarico on Monday, and I asked him, and he poo pooed me. And I was just asking; I didn't say I was believing it. But if um, Patrick Mahomes wins this Super Bowl,
1: yeah,
0: is Kansas City a dynasty?
1: A dynasty?
0: Yeah. And he said, "Hell no." He didn't say it like that, but he said, "No." And you know, the word "dynasty" yeah. is being used too much, which I agree. And and "goat" is being used too much for players. I agree. But um, five year? What do you have? Five years? Two Super Bowls? Yeah, uh, no, I don't think so. I you know, they've been to yeah. the conference championship all five years, right? So, yeah, uh, not yet. I, We both agreed if they win the next two, then you can talk Dynasty.
1: If he's got three out of six. Yeah, if he gets right. Yeah. Look, I don't want to go back in time, but I will. Uh, Here we go. What year are we going to? Here we go. (laughs) And here we go on the Midnight Special 19. All right, what year? Uh, The 50s and 60s. (laughs) (laughs) The Green Bay Packers won five championships in seven years. Bart Starr, the most underrated, forgotten, great quarterback of all time. Did it happen before the Super Bowl started? Well, won, they
0: won three leagues. I'm just championships. asking. Did it happen before the Super Bowl and, started? That's that's then, the problem because you know the, then, the world cannot. The world did not exist before 1967.
1: They won three championships, league championships, and then they won the first two Super Bowls.
0: There was no football before 1967, according to people. Now you know that, like the Super Bowl started absolutely. before the before the Super Bowl started, Mike. The league just stopped one day. They didn't even play a championship game. They just stopped. You know what I'm saying? They just, okay, we're tired of playing for this year. See y'all in September. <laughs> you know, that's the way they, they, they treat everything that happened before the Super Bowl. Like the league has the been going on since what, 1920-something? 34. Yeah, something 34. Like that, so, those, 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 you know, those 40 years, yeah, yeah, it, it didn't have an X or a, a, a Roman numeral in front of it, so it doesn't count. It's just ridiculous, and you're right. Bar started If Super Bowl one would have been when the Green Bay Packers started that run, oh, my goodness, you, they, they, they'd be the Mount Rushmore team.
1: Well, yeah. Look, he he lost his first playoff game. I think it was to the Eagles. They won the nine straight, nine straight playoff games mm. and five championships. Okay. amazing. Okay, whatever. Thought right. I'd throw that in there. Okay, I'll
0: pull it back, back, back to the future, Mike. Get in the, the lore. Really, I'm really back to the, the future, on. Mike. Okay, okay. I'm,
1: okay. I'm putting it, I'm putting it away. <laughs> yeah, All right. Thank you. All
0: right, Mike. Uh, we're going to end this now. Give me your prediction. As a matter of fact, to make it fun, give me your prediction. And give me who's the MVP? Because I just don't want to come back with a one-a-loss prediction. Well, who's the MVP? And give me your prediction.
1: Well, my pick is the Kansas City Chiefs, twenty-four, twenty-three. But I look at it, Kenny. There's really no reason to me that they should be favored, which they're not, or that they should win. But I'll take them twenty-four, twenty-three, and Mahomes, my old Mahomes buddy, Mahomes. Hey, Mahomes. Hey, homie. <laughs> hey, hey, Mahomesy, <laughs> uh, and, and, and Patrick Mahomes. Is the MVP
0: all right? Um, I saw the way Dallas threw fifty up on the Eagles, and I saw the way Detroit threw thirty-five up on them. Yep. And I'm saying that they're gonna, Kansas City's going to at least put thirty-five up on them. So I'm saying thirty-five twenty-four, uh, Kansas 35, City twenty-four. That's Kansas an eleven. City. That's eleven. Yeah. Yeah. And I wow. say that the MVP will be, of course, the man, the myth, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Yes.
1: Now, is he the greatest of all time?
0: He's he's trending. I mean, he's young. He's six years old. He he's young. Well, he's he's trending, trending though. He's trending. Put it like this: If the this is the first quarter of like a a race, like the Preakness, he's at he's at, he's right in front now at the quarter mark. Yeah, he's right in front. But you know, I well, saw what? I saw quarterbacks that I thought after the second year, Dan Marino was going to be the greatest thing ever, and then he was had a good career. He had a Hall of Fame career, but he didn't. He just never messed – you know, he never made it to that year again. Never got back. Never had a 50-touchdown season again. You know, he never – he just never did. And they – why? That's questions you need to ask. But I've seen guys start hiding in fears. So, as of right now, yeah, we'll see.
1: Yeah, that was the 84 season, his second year in the league. They made it – and got absolutely torched in the playoff by uh, by the 49ers and Joe Montana. All right. All right. Of course, the guy who did Dan Orlowski, our good friend, did not put him in his top five quarterbacks of all time. I think Danny's losing his mind. All if right, you ruined the
0: podcast. We don't. We're not talking about Dan Orlowski today. Sorry. Yes, we are. No, we're not. He does. <laughs> he has no mentions here. You're going to have to snip it out. Look, Dan Orlowski's <laughs> trying to get a new contract, so let him say all this is crazy he? stuff. Well, I'm sure he is. Like, every year he is pregnant. Everybody's trying to get new contracts, so just do it. And um, I'm on my way out of this podcast, and I got to go to dinner with Michael Irvin and. Uh, See if I can get into trouble like him. But we'll talk about well, that a time too. I don't do blame him for suing if he didn't do anything. But he, to yeah. get thrown off the coverage all week, and you, you're already at the hotel and off, off of uh, an innuendo or accusation, I, I would be mad too if I didn't do it. But if I did, then we just can't let you come back to Super Bowl because this is about the third Super Bowl he's, he's gotten in trouble at. I read an article about it. It was two other ones he got in some trouble. So either stay away from the Super Bowl or act right. That's all I have to say. But I like Mike. I like. Yeah, I do
1: too. I really do too. I think he's his own worst enemy at the yeah. know Yeah. Gets himself in trouble. Yeah. Finds a way to get himself out. The excitement so. that he brings <laughs> to the broadcast
0: with that energy sometimes works yep. against him. So, but yep, anyway, great wide receiver, great uh, not great broadcast, a good broadcaster. All right, Mikey, that's it. We'll come back next week. We'll get back into the Lions because this is when the fun begins now. Because I. As, as soon as the rest of these teams hire their coaches, I've never seen so many coaching vacancies going to after the Super Bowl without hiring somebody from the two teams. This is the first I've seen of this because usually teams that hire you know coaches after the Super Bowl were waiting for the guy to finish. But well, I thought, all these teams now, they're not waiting for any of these guys.
1: Well, I thought, you know, the Lions record 9-8, and eight, by the way, which I predicted at the start of the season that they would go 9-8. and eight. As you remember, I thought people might be raiding the, the pantry to steal their coaches, but... Didn't quite happen. Yeah,
0: I tell you, one year that they should have hired before the Super Bowl was uh, that Patricia year. <laughs> Why? Wait? You <laughs> waited for that? You waited for this? <laughs> you, had Lions, actually waited oh. for this? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, all right, North Mike. North we'll Valley. see you next week. I'll uh, see you on the Kaden podcast. Read Michael here on DetroitLions dot com. WJR Radio, Mitch Album Show, five to seven p.m. every day, Monday through Friday. See you later, Mike. All right, Kenny.